Hello and welcome to the Mustard Podcast. Hello. Hey there. <laughs> My name is Ella. My name is Yishen, and we've just heard the voice of Sarah, who's one of our um one of our past student leaders with Mustard, and another one of our guests here at the Mustard Podcast. Welcome, Sarah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Lovely <laughs> to be here. <laughs> so How are you feeling? You excited to to be here on our podcast? I am so excited. I love to share my story, um, and this is totally my thing. I love talking about myself and talking about Jesus. So, <laughs> so happy to be here. So awesome. exciting! Yeah, which reminds me, Ella, we haven't done our um, our one liner opening for a while, haven't we?、Um, oh no, I'm like I don't. don't <laughs> I I think I've forgotten it, Eugen. <laughs> I don't even remember what it is, but you know what, Sarah, you mentioned talk about Jesus. That's a good. That's a good one liner. We're here to talk about Jesus.、Um, yes, there you go. So,、um, Sarah, tell us、uh, a bit about yourself. You used to be a student leader at your school. Did you start that group? Yeah. So,、um, I started my group in Year Nine、um, when I was at、um, a a youth camp,、um, and one of my friends that、um, has. Been to school with me for ages. She's a Christian as well.、Um, yeah, I remember that night.、Um, the guest speaker at our youth camp was speaking about schools ministries and how he、um, led a school group at his high school when he was in high school.、Um, and I remember the both of us. We just felt so called、um, by God to do something in our school.、Um, And like we both went up for the altar call, and then afterwards we were like, "Oh my gosh, you went up too! <laughs> I didn't see you. I was I was crying too much."、Um, yeah, and then we we just thought, okay, like let's do something in our school. Whoa! Yeah. What um? What's the climate of your school like? What 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 was your school? What was it like for a Christian to attend your school? Um. So I went to a public school. Um. And honestly, I think my school was pretty, pretty wild. Um. But yeah, I think um being a Christian in my school. Um. I think a lot of people thought like, oh,、uh, it was it was kind of weird, and you know, it was something people were low key about or um unfamiliar um with. But then, um. I think there were still a lot of people who、um, respected、um, my beliefs, I guess. And I think after a while, about、um, after a while, after I started being more open about my faith, I think you know people really respected that. And you know, I I didn't really face people who were like, "Oh, what you're a Christian?" But、um, yeah, I think even though the culture in my school was pretty like crazy and stuff. Um, if you if you just stand up for what you believe in, I think people were like, "Oh, dang! Like that's pretty cool." Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, well, so tell us a bit about what that's. I guess if you were to give us a very quick tour over what your lunchtime group kind of looks like and what you guys did, um, do you want to tell us a bit about that?、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Well. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think like in our lunchtime group. Um, we were quite intentional with it.、Um, every week, it would either be about、um, the gospel itself, like it would just be the gospel,、um, or it would be、um, teaching Christians how to share the gospel,、cool. um, 
or yeah or like topics about you know like being a light for Jesus um and it was really we just really had this outward focus um instead of just you know discussing about the bible i i really remember like um you know every week i i made it super intentional that it wasn't just like a bible study group like it wasn't just a bible study group but it was really just always about looking outside and um and also inviting people in um so it was topics that you know were relevant to non-christians as well um yeah cool so did that look like um like a bible study or did you have different things around that um like mm-hmm. what kind of what kind of things were a part of that lunchtime group time yeah um yeah i think most most weeks like you know we had a couple of like bible verses and stuff that um we would center like a main topic around um but we also did stuff like games days um so that you know we could invite like our non-christian friends um what else did we do we also um oh like sometimes we also invited like um past students um yeah to to sort of like share their story about being a christian in um at our school um which was really nice um to see you know older students come back and sort of they sort of shared like you know they regret not sharing the gospel as much and stuff and i think that was really encouraging for a lot of people mm. um yeah that's really cool hey what are you doing now sarah what does your life look like now that you've left school yeah um I love it. <laughs> I think coming out of coming out of high school, I don't know if you guys agree, but like it's just it's just so good cuz I feel like I've grown so much and there's just so much opportunity. Mm. Um but yeah, so at the moment, um I'm in uni, I'm studying advertising, um and I also run my own business on the side doing social media management, um which has been really crazy and I love it. It's my little creative outlet. <laughs> yeah. Cool. What's uh what's your Insta handle for if people want to uh, check it out and follow you? <laughs> yeah, guys, follow me. <laughs> um it's Sarah with a H X Studio on Instagram or you can check out my website as well, sarahxstudio.com. Um yeah. <laughs> Sarah takes go. the most amazing <laughs> photos and I have been informed by many people that Sarah's Instagram is incredible <laughs> it's amazing uh, thank you and uh here at the mustard podcast ella and i we love to just do commercials for lots of things <laughs> I feel like most of our podcast is just doing shout outs um but hey just while we're here i also want to do a big shout out sarah i love that this part of your journey started with you hearing the testimony of someone um sharing at your youth camp about their their experience and their story of living out faith because mm-hmm. um yeah for our listeners Sarah has been um super amazing in sharing her story uh, now that she's out of school uh, through mustard and in various ways and Sarah Ella and I have spoken to people who have been inspired by your story um and then chose to step out in their schools as well mm-hmm. uh, so wow. be encouraged by that and uh Yeah, your story will continue to um to inspire more students to jump on and take that step themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Oh, such a good start. So good. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of exciting things, 
today for our our banter section, which I love that <laughs> well, we have. Planned banter. <laughs> um, I thought we'd talk about um a random trinket uh in our room that we possess uh that we would like to uh to talk about <laughs> it's a bit of a show and tell today's a show and tell show and tell <laughs> um Ichan, what would you like to talk about no nah, ella you gotta start okay all right um so i i looked around and i have my pocket knife uh i requested one thing for my 18th birthday um, and that was a pocket knife. <laughs> uh, I I really appreciate this pocket knife. Um, it is really handy uh, to to have around, and it's also I feel like when I got my pocket knife when I turned eighteen, I was like, I am a real adult now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can do handy things. Uh, I can like this. This has been used for such a wide range of uses, including like cut a, a cheese knife when I have like random picnics with people <laughs> like, it gets used when I'm doing random arty things with coloured pencils to like rip my pencils apart and use their shavings um, it's just such a handy thing um, and yeah I use it when I'm camping and all of that um, and my auntie wants to get it engraved on it something like um, Ella the princess warrior or something like that um, <laughs> Hello, um, the princess woman. <laughs> yeah, great. This is this is my my pocket knife trinket. Uh, I feel like I feel like most people for their eighteenth birthday, you know, they want like a car or something. But Ella <laughs> just wants a pocket. I knife. just want some, I just wanted a pocket knife. <laughs> what about you, Sarah? Um. Okay. So Ella said that we're doing childhood okay, trinkets. Right. And I kind um, of wanted out of that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Hers doesn't really count because um she was eighteen when she got that. <laughs> um, but I have something here very nostalgic, and I don't know if you guys both um know this, have seen this before, but this is from my childhood. So, um, it's this like I don't know like Singaporean and Malaysian kids or like Southeast Asian kids they used to play with this. So to describe it for our listeners, yeah. mm-hmm. um, it's this, like, oh, I don't even know what it is, to be very honest, but <laughs> there's this <laughs> there's this tube, there's this tube that's in, like, aluminium foil, this tiny tube, and basically, like, you open it, and out comes this gel, <laughs> out comes this gel, and with this gel, you use this tiny plastic straw that they give you, and you wrap it around, wrap the gel around the plastic straw, and when you blow into it, it becomes like this plastic bubble. Oh, yeah. It's that, Sarah, I remember that. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, for our listeners, I grew up in Southeast Asia as well. Mm-hmm. I have not seen that in like eighteen years. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, so for our listeners, you can Google um best man balloon. I don't know if like. It'll come up, but yeah, this is what I used to play with as a kid. <laughs> there you go. I love it. This is very cool. I, oh man. Chen, <laughs> um, are you gonna, are you gonna follow this? <laughs> uh, well, I'm. 
guys, I actually don't know what. <laughs> that's why you didn't say. That's why you spoke to me why... before. You were stalling. <laughs> I was stalling. My mind this whole time. Actually, my mind in the past twenty minutes has been racing, going like, "What trinkets do I have to bring to my show and tell?" Um, okay. When I was a, when I was a kid, right, I loved pirates. Um, I know it's such a boy thing, but like I loved, I loved the idea of pirates. I'm pretty sure at one point in my life I wanted to be a pirate when I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> and so,、um, at some point in my life, I came across this toy that was just one like 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 a like a um a, a toy coin, like one of those like pirate medallions or whatever. And as a kid, I loved it so much. I carried it around with me wherever I went. I just had I had these pirate coins in my pocket, um, because it made me feel like I'm a pirate. <laughs> I don't think I I have it anymore, Ella. I think I lost it. It's uh. It's sad. You do have a whole some... pirate ship, though. Yeah, pirate ship story. <laughs> See, I as I was a kid, I couldn't. I had this um, this toy pirate ship that I. Really wanted as a kid,、um, but obviously you know my parents were never going to buy me this massive toy ship.、Um, hence, I just had a coin. But、um, now that I'm, well, now that I'm an adult, <laughs> I get to buy whatever I want.、Yeah. I actually found, I found this toy pirate ship on Facebook Marketplace. So shout out to Facebook、uh-huh. Marketplace.、Um, you can find just about anything on there.、Um, so me as an adult. With my own money, <laughs> went and bought myself this toy pirate ship, um, to fulfill one of my childhood dreams for myself. So now it just sits in my room, this random Lego pirate ship. So there you go.、Um, oh my goodness! <laughs> speaking like speaking of um being able to buy like whatever you want like with your own money as an adult, um, <laughs> the other day I just. I just remembered, like when I was a kid, I really wanted this like Spider Man thing where like you can shoot out like Spider Man webs,、yes. like this toy. And so I was like, oh, like now that you know I've grown up, I can buy whatever I want. So I went to Google it, and I was like, oh, I need this toy that just shoots out <laughs> fake Spider Man webs. <laughs> This is just a universal experience. We're all we're all buying the childhood toys that we just. Ella, what childhood toy have you bought yourself? Um, I I don't think I have yet. Um, I haven't had this experience for myself yet. I do have two two tubs of Play-Doh that I recently acquired. Um,、oh. that I just have in my room and I use when I'm getting really really bored in uni lectures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll start playing with Play-Doh. Um. <laughs> Just really great. I'm. I'm. I really love to fiddle with things.、Um, There you go for our students, listeners. When、uh, <laughs> when you grow up to be an adult,、um, it's all about fulfilling your childhood.、Um, yes. <laughs> oh man. Hey, you know what、Spider-Man. else we can do with money? We can we can make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the segue, guys. For the segue. Those of you guys who. <laughs> So our topic today、uh, is,、mm-hmm. believe it or not,、uh, make a difference.、Uh, this is the、um, I haven't been counting how many student、um, lunchtime group values we've been doing, but it's one of those. It, it's one of the student lunchtime group values.、Um, yeah. And 
yeah, we make a difference. Um, and the, the subtext to that value is we pursue opportunities to live out of our faith in tangible ways. Yeah. And so for us, this is a, um, it's one of the core values that we identify um, and establish for lunchtime groups because we believe in this idea that, um, yeah, like when we choose to step out into our schools, we, um, we don't want to, we don't want it to be just like an intellectual exercise. We don't want to um, just tell people the gospel. We actually want to live it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we want people around us um, to get to experience that um, through just, we call it tangible ways, right? A way that people can feel, experience and know that um, what they're hearing about Jesus, what they're hearing about the goodness of Jesus is true. So Sarah, you, um, how do you see that? I guess, expressed in your lunchtime group during your time as a leader? Yeah. Um, I think, like, for us, like, I think I sort of already mentioned this before, but, um, you know, every single lunchtime group that we held, like, we were just so intentional um, about, you know, equipping Christians to be a light to our school and to people who don't know Jesus yet. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it was very, very intentional, um, especially I think when I sort of passed the group on to new leaders, um, I really made it a point to to tell them like, hey, you know, every week, like, we don't just want to be keeping this a group for um, other Christians. Like we, I say this a lot of the times, but yeah, we just, we don't want this to be like a youth group um, at school or like, you know, church at school, but we really want this to be... Um, evangelism focused um and just focused on you know equipping christians to know how to share the gospel um and yeah reminding christians that like in school like hey like let's share the love of jesus with our friends and also our teachers Mm. um yeah sounds like there's an overall vision there sarah like it it sounds like every you really saw every lunchtime group as an opportunity um, it sounds like there's lots of you've been talking about like sharing the light and that kind of thing. What was the what was the vision that you held um, for your lunchtime group? Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the vision that we always repeated and we sort of like you know always like wrote this on like little cards that we that we gave out every time um, we had like lunchtime groups. It was that you know we want to be a light for Jesus Mm -hmm. um to see our whole school saved and come to know the love of Jesus cool um yeah that was our our little thing (laughs) that's awesome yeah well that yeah I I mean that just reminds us of what Jesus what Jesus himself said right like you are light of the world Mm -hmm. um like you are lamp like no one lights a lamp and put it under a basket Mm -hmm. um city on a hill cannot be hidden um and I love, Sarah, in what you were saying before, I love that you say that it's an everyday, every week kind of thing. Um, because this idea of like living and sharing our faith um, and making a difference is not like it's not a box that we tick as a Christian. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually a lifestyle that we live on the the day to day, the week to week experience. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a bit about, I guess, more... Um, practically what does that look like um yeah tell us a bit about those everyday stories Mm -hmm. yeah um like 
every day at school, like the Holy Spirit would just remind me to be intentional in everything that I do, even like the people that I, I sit with, hang out with. And I feel like every day when I went to school, you know, um, God always gave me like a person um, that really needed him that day, mm. um, whether it was like, you know, that kid in class that always sits by themselves um, or I remember specifically, you know, there was this, there was this new girl in my class and um, I realised that like at lunchtime she would always sit by herself and she didn't really have many friends. Um, so, you know, it was things like that, um, just really listening to the Holy Spirit and um, loving the people who feel unloved um, and yeah, just doing that even though I guess like my friends were sort of like, oh, like why is she talking to this person that we're not really friends with um yeah yeah wow what um you talked about your friends there like what um what happened eventually with your with your friendship group did you um like what did they make of that and and what Mm. was that response like yeah um I think like there there were so many moments where you know I'd be like oh hey like gonna sneak off and hang out with someone else this lunch because you know I feel like this person needs a friend or something um and I think like my friends would sort of be like oh like where'd you go like oh why did you hang out with that person um it was sort of this like mixed reaction I think after a while they sort of accepted the fact that like you know um I just wanted to live a life that like helped other people um and yeah, even if that was, like, you know, being friends with um, someone that, like, your friends were sort of like, oh, that person's a little bit weird or something. Um, yeah, I was like, nah, like, I'm going to change that culture and, you know, um, yeah, love the other person instead. Sarah, that's so mm-hmm. beautiful. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ella, do you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of our favourite pop golf. We haven't talked about pop golf in ages. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't know, Sarah, if you've heard of this, but um, we, we there's this author that we like um, who wrote this book called Love Does. Mm. And when you were just sharing that before, it just, Sarah just reminded me of this idea that love does, like love is more than just a concept or a feeling like love is an action that goes out and make a difference. Um, and we're not necessarily saying like, you know, change the world or things like that. Um, but just like, like you said, just like sitting with someone who's by themselves, talking to someone who people don't tend to um, notice or um, mm-hmm. or doing things um, that um, does make a difference, even just a small difference that add up to ultimately have an, a massive impact. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess how did your lunchtime group as a community did that together at school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think you know when I ran I ran my lunchtime group. Um, you guys actually the team at Mustard. Um, yeah, you guys were really encouraging in you know, um, yeah, encouraging me to run like projects or events that would um you know, really shout the love of Jesus. Mm. Um, and so for us, we ran two sort of initiatives. Um, the first one was that 
um, our lunchtime group sort of all put in a little bit of money together um, and we bought chocolates for all of our teachers um, and we printed like little cards with like Bible verses on them and just telling our teachers, you know, like God has planned for you or God loves you so much. Um, and then we put them in little Ziploc bags and then we pop them in the pigeonholes um, of every single teacher in our school. Cool. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Um, like a lot of a lot of teachers like emailed us later on, like, um, and was like, "Oh, thank you! Like, this is so lovely and stuff." And it was just like, "Wow!" It was a it was a wow moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, and then the second thing that we did, um, again, we all sort of raised a little bit of money, um, and we gave out free hot chocolates um, for all the year sevens in our school. Um, cool. Yeah, really, really cool. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Because uh, then, because there's like things that we do individually in our, in our expression of faith, expression mm. of love. But there's also things that we can do together as a group, as a community. Mm. Yeah. Um, do you, and yeah. Mm. Do you know why you chose the teachers in the year seven, Sarah? Uh huh. Yeah, I think. Um. Well, like you know. Our lunchtime group initially, like, it was always like, yeah, you know, reach out to your friends and everything. And then one day it sort of just clicked with me. And I was like, you know, if we're always talking about wanting to see our whole school saved, like, why aren't we including the teachers as well? Yeah. Um. So then I sort of shift, shift the focus and was like, hey, like, not only be a light to your friends and your classmates, but be a light to your, to your teachers as well. Like, they need Jesus just as much as the students do. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And I think in particular, my experience of school is that um, the teachers in the year sevens are often people who aren't really seen. Um, Mm. Like, uh, your teacher's your teacher, you know, they're not really someone who's got, like, a family and and has, like, got feelings and emotions and that kind of thing at least for a lot of us mm. we were like ah oh, this teacher sucks and that like this class is really boring <laughs> um but yeah. we didn't really recognize that the teacher was yeah um like it sounds dumb but I, I think we didn't realize that teachers were like people and I think that's a lot yeah. of students like don't like seeing teachers in in like the shopping center and that kind of thing because like uh, <laughs> like that's so true yeah though. yeah because like your teachers are people um mm-hmm. and like I remember in year eight being like oh the year seven suck exactly and so I feel like those are people who aren't really seen a lot of the time and I love that your lunchtime group like stepped out and was like no nah, we, we're gonna we're gonna love these people um and recognize that these people need Jesus just as much as we do and we get to love them as well that's ah oh, man that's so awesome yeah yeah it's yeah it's really that idea of um letting your light shine and uh i'm pretty sure in the same thought um yeah i'm pretty sure in the same thoughts uh jesus also says like you know then others will see others will see that and praise your father in heaven like people get to experience and encounter god when we choose to let that light shine um and when we choose to let that love um go out and make a difference in our schools and well everywhere we go really yeah and Mm -hmm. it's not just the people who are being loved who experience 
God's kingdom. Like it's we mm-hmm. as um, I think something that I'm really passionate about in this is that um, when we as a lunchtime group go out and make a difference, like you're also as a lunchtime group, we're being discipled as to how we become more like Jesus. And so if you've got um, relatively new Christians um, who are coming along to your lunchtime group or even people who aren't Christians at all and they're joining in on this like rhythm and this journey of making a difference in your school like they're learning how to be a light as well um and you're all like together as a lunchtime group learning how to be a light and become more like jesus and going on that journey together and that's so awesome like um Mm -hmm. yeah hey sarah if you um if you could encourage any current or future students um to be able to to take those steps for themselves for themselves um yeah what would your what would your encouragement be for students who kind of want to take that step Mm -hmm. um you know I think like a lot of the times we we're afraid of the what if um Mm -hmm. but I think you know a way to point ourselves um away from sort of this whole mindset of the oh what if my friends don't like me or what if they like ask me a question and I don't know how to answer that or whatever or what if they think differently of me um you know if I tell them that I'm a Christian um and things like that um I think it's really to see the power of the gospel and the power of what you what you know and what you carry um yeah I think a a bible verse for me that really um like changed things for me and really pushed me to step out um in my faith um is the one that says um you know like the gospel is the power of god at work saving all who believe Mm -hmm. um and you know once i realized that hey like i carry the power of god like i was like you know why not take that step? Like, it's better than what anyone else has. Mm. Um, Like, I've got the best thing to offer. So who cares about the what if? Who cares about, you know, um, what people are going to react or say? Um, And honestly, like, if you've got something so precious, something so powerful, like, why would people react badly? You know what I mean? Like, you've got the best thing ever. Um, You're giving them the best thing ever. Um, Yeah. Cool. So good, so good. Um, <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm looking at the time. And it's like oh, we've been talking for ages, but we could we could go on for so much longer. Um, hey Sarah. Uh, as always, with all of our guests, um, we uh we're letting you do an unpaid commercial. It's time for that, Ella. Uh, <laughs> cool. So, yeah, Sarah. It's uh the floor is yours. What would you like to do an unpaid commercial for? Yeah, so I'm glad you asked because um actually I as I mentioned before I study advertising so this is totally my thing. <laughs> <laughs> so today I'm going to be selling to you guys one of my favorite things ever and honestly my favorite food item ever. It is this Singaporean 3 in 1 Milo. <laughs> 3 in so 1 ba- Milo. Yeah, so basically um, I'm a little bit low-key addicted to this. Um, so every time I go back to Singapore, I buy, like, so many packets of this, and I 
import it back to um, Australia for myself to drink throughout the year um, before I go back to Singapore again to collect a second round of these. Um, so Singapore and three in one Milo, it's just superior to Australian Milo, superior <laughs> to any other Milo in the world. Have you, have you guys tried this before? No, but it sounds like Holy Spirit, but for Milo. Exactly. <laughs> Three in one, the Holy Spirit. Or, or Holy Come Trinity on. even. Yeah, no, Holy <laughs> Trinity, that's what I was saying. Yeah, the Holy Trinity Milo. Come on, so good. So what are the three what? parts of this Trinity Milo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> actually, I don't really know, but I'm going <laughs> to guess. <laughs> it's just... I. I think, uh, if I'm not wrong, I think it's Milo, milk powder, and sugar. I think so, like, so too. You don't, but you don't need to add your own milk. You don't need to add your uh, own sugar. It's all in there. Yeah, that's actually, now that I think of it, that's true. Because all you need to do is pour water in, like hot water, and then you're good to go. But yeah, this, <laughs> this stuff is so good. Like, you have to, you have to try this in your lifetime. So <laughs> there you go. I have, I have a critical question. Do you uh-huh. put do you put sugar in your Milo, like normally? If you're like, just making normal like a can a normal tin of Milo that's not three in one, uh-huh. do you uh-huh. put sugar in it? Girl, I put a <laughs> lot of sugar, <laughs> and then and then I put like condensed milk in, Ooh. um, to make it oh. even sweeter because to me Australian Milo is just so bland. <laughs> See, I'm not about it. I've I've grown up on Australian Milo, so for me, like it's it's the right amount of sweetness. <laughs> and like, do you do like the milk, the cold milk, and then Milo on top? No, I don't. I do. Okay, all right. So I do a heap teaspoon of Milo, and then uh-huh. I do uh, hot water, and then milk on top. And then some sort of like cinnamon or something on top of that. Oh, uh-huh. uh huh. Which is yeah, really great. Uh, that's Yum, my Milo, yes. my Milo recipe. <laughs> anyway, it's not. A, this is not about me. I made this about me. There you go. That's the uh, <laughs> that's the unpaid commercial for Singaporean three in one Milo. I love it. Um, I don't know how you listeners. I don't know how you would even go about finding that, but. <laughs> I'm sure if you reach out to uh, Sarah, Sarah no. will be mine. Oh, okay. No, this, this is my last packet. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, Sarah probably wouldn't mind having a cuppa with you, but uh, no, no, she apparently will not, not. share. Uh, but maybe after she restocks. Um, yeah, yeah. Either way, that's, uh, that's the unpaid commercial. If you ever find yourself in Singapore, try the three in one Milo. Um, but there you go. Hey, this has been awesome. We talked about this idea of... I'm going to do the summary. I love yep. God Life. We talked about this idea of make a difference um, and how we are called to be a light in in the world, in the world around us. And um, Sarah, you've shared so many amazing um, stories of how you guys have done that. And yeah, for our listeners, if you are a student or if you... Um, are thinking about getting involved in something like this at your school, um, Ella and I would love to help. Uh, we'd love to help you explore what that looks like in your own faith journey at school. Sure. Uh, yeah. But Sarah, thank you for jumping on as a guest. This has been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we look forward to having you on this podcast again sometime in the future. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been so awesome. Thank you. 
Mm. All right. How do we finish? How do we end? <laughs> you say that every time, Eugene. <laughs> yeah, I know because we never have a plan. All right. Big red button. One, two, three. Bye.